We don't mess around. We don't waste time. Over here at his hard line. Let's go. from Washington, D.C., and giving it back to you, the people. Welcome to the show. Let's get started. Greetings and good day to all you ladies and gentlemen out there. I am Jason, your co-host with our sovereign Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, at our side because he is the host with the most and the most high. He is in charge and he is in the captain's chair. He's at the helmet behind the wheel. Therefore, he is steering this great ship through these crazy rough waters that we call life. So welcome to His Hard Line. Today is Monday, October 16th, 2023. You are tuned into episode 619. We'll be doing a reading out of Job chapter 18 for part A. And part B of this of tonight's episode is called Beyond the Headlines. So part A, we'll be doing a reading out of Job chapter 18, and then part B will be called Beyond the Headlines. So real quick, let's get into the daily disclaimer. I want to clarify that I am not a doctor, holistic health expert, financial advisor, pastor, priest, deacon, biblical scholar, or bar lawyer, and I do not possess any titles of nobility or offer legal advice. I do not have a political degree or have any involvement or have had any involvement uh, with any unconstitutional three-lettered corrupt agencies like the CIA or FBI. And while I am a member of the Michigan General Jural Assembly, and yes, I said it, the rightful, lawful good member of the MGJA in good standing. I am not the official face or voice of the national state or county assembly. I also want to emphasize that I have no affiliation with other groups who try to mimic the lawful assembly, such as the American States Assembly. Oh, what else is there? National Liberty Life Force, Beacon 37, RUSA, and Tactical Civics, or any other organizations outside the Michigan model. I'm not involved in any fraudulent status correcting associated with AVR, Bobby Lawrence, or David Strait and Company. And furthermore, I do not endorse or advocate for violence, and I'm not a party to any deep state cult, Freemasons, nor am I one of the many reprobative miscreants who are actively trying to implode the General General Assemblies. Those dirty little scumbags. And please note that the opinions, thoughts, and statements expressed on this platform are solely my own 
and for educational purposes unless otherwise referenced. So there you go to all the Karens and Darrens out there. There you go. I don't know why, but I like saying that. It's a lot of fun. It is a lot of fun for me. Let me tell you. So where shall we begin? Do I just want to dive right into the reading or what? Let's see here. I don't know. You know what? Yeah, let's do that because I got a lot to talk about here. Hold on. Let me turn up the, there we go. Okay. So a lot going on. There's really a lot going on. And and again, welcome to His Hardline, ladies and gentlemen. I am Jason, your co-host, as I've already said. If you want to email the show right now, as it sits, the email is uh, hishardline at gmail.com. It's hishardline at gmail.com. I don't really put that out enough. Um, eventually I'm going to get a more of official email, one that's actually paid, um, and one that I think will be a little bit more, um, official because I kind of want to get away from Gmail and all that good fun stuff. The website is www.hishardline.com. It's www.hishardline.com. You will see that I have links that lead you to, uh, national-assembly.net. And of course our Michigan and Alaska, uh, de jure states, uh, personal websites, um, but national assembly.net for those of you out there that want to learn more about your assembly and what that's about and how that's going to be pretty much the only remedy to restoring our Republic and getting our nation backing, basically getting back into the seats, uh, to where we're actually doing the people's work. So, uh, without further ado, let's just get right into the reading. We'll uh, we'll do part A here. And again, I'm going to be doing a reading out of Job chapter 18. It is out of the New American Standard, uh, excuse me, the New American Bible Revised Edition. That's my preferred version. Um, I've been bouncing around from different versions. So right now, that's kind of what I'm reading out of. And then we'll close us out in prayer. And then we will continue into um, we will continue into the part B, which is beyond the headlines. Okay, so. Chapter 18, Book of Job. Now, what we're going to be reading is Bildad's second speech. And it reads, Then Bildad the Shuhai answered and said, When will you put an end to words? Reflect, and then we can have discussions. Why are we accounted like beasts equal to them in your sight? You who tear yourself in your anger, shall the earth be neglected on your account and the rock be moved out of its place? Truly the light of the wicked is extinguished. The flame of his fire casts no light. In his tent light is darkness. The lamp above him goes out. His vigorous steps are hemmed in. His own counsel casts him down. A net catches him by the feet. He wanders into the pitfall. A trap seizes him by the heel. A snare lays hold of him. A noose is hidden for him on the ground. A netting for him on the path. On every side, terrors frighten him. They harry him at each step. His strength is famished. Disaster is ready at his side. His skin is eaten to the limbs. The firstborn of death eats his limbs. He is plucked from the security of his tent and marched off to the king of terrors. Fire lodges in his tent. Over his abode, brimstone is scattered. Below, his roots dry up and above, his branches wither. His memory perishes from the earth, and he has no name in the countryside. He is driven from light into darkness and banished from the world. He has neither offshoot nor offspring among his people, no survivor where once he dwelt. And those who come after shall be appalled at his fate. Those who went before are seized with horror. So is it then with the dwelling of the impious, such is the place of the one who does not know God? And that is the reading of Job chapter 18. 
<clears throat> excuse me. So Bildad's uh, second speech in the book of Job imparts some pretty profound lessons um, that resonate with us today. Uh, this passage, um, in this passage, Bildad urges Job to pause and reflect before engaging in discussions, emphasizing the importance of self-control and thoughtful dialogue. Now, the stark imagery that's portrayed to us here is used um, to show us the fate of the, you know, of the wicked and how it serves as a reminder of the destructive consequences of anger and wickedness. Now, this text teaches us that even in the darkest of times, that we have the power to change our course and find the light. And it inspires us to embrace uh, self-reflection and to live a life that's built around purpose, kindness, virtue, and to recognize that our choices certainly have consequences, both positive and negative consequences. Now, just as Job's story led to, you know, led to redemption and renewal, so can our own personal journeys through adversity. Um, it could lead to a brighter and more meaningful future. Now, Bildad's speech highlights the fragility of material success, right? And the importance of not letting worldly possessions define our lives. See, it encourages us to choose goodness, right? To choose um, integrity and moral values over material wealth. Because again, all of that, all material wealth is just, you know, what it is. It's, it's in my opinion, it's all nonsense and garbage. Now, that's not to say that I wouldn't appreciate a nice brand new, you know, Toyota Tundra, but you know, at the end of the day, am I, is that going to make my life any more better and make me any more happy? You know, make me happier? No, absolutely not. Absolutely not. And compassion and empathy as demonstrated by Job's friends are encouraged when dealing with those facing, you know, major difficulties. Now, the reference to knowing God suggests that faith and, and a spiritual connection can provide um, solace and strength and a sense of purpose during challenging times and faith can be a guiding light in our lives now ultimately this passage offers um hope as i think a lot of these passages have shown us that you know but hope for sure showing us that even in the you know direst of circumstances there is potential for transformation and redemption and so basically, in summary to all this, you know, Bildad's second speech conveys timeless wisdom about managing emotions, uh, the transience of material success, and the value of virtue, introspection, uh, compassion, faith, and the potential for resilience and redemption. And these teachings can inspire us to navigate the challenges of our own lives with wisdom, grace, and the belief that, like Job, we also can find redemption and renewal. So there's some really good lessons that we can draw from this. I mean, I mean, let's face it. There's a lot of good lessons and all honesty that we can draw from just about every passage out of the Bible. And yet, I mean, it sounds like I'm, I'm a repeating record just saying that, but it, you know, really there is a lot of profound wisdom here. Um, you know, one of the biggest things is, again, back to the material success, you know, it's like they always say, you can't take it with you, right? 
And I try, you know, I, I've, I used to be hung up on that stuff in my younger, you know, more formative years, if you will, in my younger twenties and my partying and DJing years, you know, I used to think that was the most important thing. You know, I, you know, had, I had two brand new Mustangs and a brand new pickup truck back then. You know, uh, when I say I had it, I should say I carried the bank note, the bank owned the vehicles until I paid them off, but I had them in my possession. And I thought that, you know, if I dressed nice, I dressed sharp and I had, you know, the most expensive cologne, you know, I had these nice sport cars, you know, I figured this is what should make me happy. But crazy enough, it's interesting, crazy enough, it was very, very empty and shallow at the end of the day. And here I drive a 2011 Ford Fusion. The damn thing's got a cracked up bumper. The hood is faded out uh, with the paint because of the sun. And uh, you know what? I couldn't be happier. I absolutely love that car. You know why? Because I don't, look, I just want to make sure the thing is a sound reliable vehicle. I don't care what it looks like. Yeah, I keep good care of it to the best of my ability, but it's not a show car. Now, I'm just reading here in the comments, and I will say, wait, 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 wait. Where did I see it? I thought I read something somewhere here. Hold on. Aha, Leslie Liberty says, LOL, my hubby just got a brand new, oh, a new used Tundra. Nice. Very nice. They're very, very good vehicles. Look, ever since we got my wife's Lexus, uh, I must say I've turned into quite the Toyota Lexus fanatic. See, I used to be a Ford guy and a Chevy guy for most of my life, Chevy guy first. Then I kind of somehow transitioned <laughs> if I dare use that word, uh, over into Ford had a few, you know, Fords had, you know, obviously two brand new Mustangs, Oh nine and bought a 2013 GT premium. Then I had an F one fifty. And then, of course, we had my wife's, you know, Ford Focus in 2012. And then I had, a, you know, got my Ford Fusion that I still have. It's paid off and looking like a junk pile in the garage, but it runs. And, uh, you know, when we had the worst Ford of all, which was the Ford Flex. But now, ever since we got my wife's uh, Lexus, uh, the GX460, I think is what it's called. I don't know. I forget. They, they have all these, all these cars with their letters and their numbers to badge them. Um, I tell you, the car is a very reliable vehicle and it's a very smooth ride. And I know a guy at work who has a Tundra and he absolutely loves it. Absolutely loves it. So hopefully maybe one day when I grow up, I can get one of those. But, uh, you know, again, not because I know it's, you know, I think it's going to make me happy, but because I like trucks and I'm a bit of a redneck. So anyways, that's pretty cool. Leslie Liberty, uh, congrats to your husband for getting a new used truck. That's the best way to buy a vehicle, by the way. Don't get them brand new folks. All it's going to do is eat your money away. Trust me, I know. I did it three times over with two Mustangs and a brand new F-150. Uh, rolled over negative. Uh, let's see. Let me think about this for a second before we get into the prayer. Rolled over four grand of negative equity for my first Mustang into my second Mustang. Because I had my first Mustang for three years. Decided, ah, it's time for a 2013. Six-speed, 5.0. Yeah, it was great. And then I drove that for about, I don't know, 15, 16 months, something like that. Then I got bored like an idiot. And I uh, decided to get a pickup truck because I decided to get in touch with my inner redneck and got an F-150. Not much of a F-150 because it was two-wheel drive. But, hey, I lived in Florida and I didn't live in a snowy state, so there was no need for four-wheel drive. But when I traded in my second Mustang for this truck, I had to roll over. Uh, what was it? 
7500 I want to say, or eight grand, right around there, of negative equity. And thank God this truck had a significant rebate on it. Otherwise, the bank wouldn't have floated a loan for it. So my, my point is, don't buy brand new. Brand new sucks. Brand new will take your money uh, more than the banks already are. So just uh, buyers beware. <laughs> Oscar saying best car I ever had was a Saturn SL one five speed manual, 45 miles to the gallon, drove at 500,000 miles. Dude, that is awesome. I had a 95 Saturn SC two It was a two door coupe and, uh, that had a five speed in it and, uh, weak transmissions. They had weak transmissions. I had to replace my transmission because the, I think they call it a differential pin. I guess out of the factory, they don't weld those into place like most transmissions. So if you beat the crap out of it, yeah, that, uh, that transmission will take a dump on you like it did me. And if you, if you saw how I drove it, I drove it like a retard, that thing. Yeah. <laughs> I spent a lot of money, uh, fixing a lot of stuff on that car. <laughs> so anyway, the whole point is material items break down, material items break down. Therefore material success eventually runs out. Okay. Even silver, right? Silver, gold, it all becomes eventually, you know, I mean, it's just, it's not that important. Anyway, <clears throat> let's get into the prayer and then we'll get into the, the part B of the show uh, beyond the headline. So, dear Heavenly Father, <clears throat> as we reflect on the wisdom found in Bill Dad's second speech, we are reminded of the importance of self-control, kindness, and virtue in our lives. And we acknowledge the destructive nature of anger and the transience of worldly success. We ask that you help us find the strength to choose the path of goodness and understanding, uh, seeking the light even during our darkest moments. And we pray for wisdom to engage in self-reflection, understanding that our choices have consequences and let us be compassionate and empathetic towards those facing challenges just as Job's friends approached him with understanding. We also humbly ask you for your divine grace to extend to those who may be our adversaries. Grant them the opportunity for redemption and transformation just as we seek it for ourselves. It's tough to say, but may forgiveness replace resentment and understanding replace enmity and help us find gr um, ground with those who have tried to harm us and who have tried to take us down in our efforts, especially as we try to reassemble our states. And may they too find their way to a more peaceful and virtuous path and and, and Rietta adds to the prayer here, Lord, thank you for the His Heart Lane family. Thank you for the technology that you can use for good. Lord, I ask for peace in the Middle East. Please, Lord, protect the innocent people of the world. So much evil has been revealed, and we need your interventions. Lord, please be glorified. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Yes, absolutely, amen. And I will I definitely add to that. No matter what's going on over there in the Middle East, that is one big thing we always need to pray for let's pray for all the innocent men and women the civilians of all countries involved over there doesn't matter if it's palestine israel wherever and surrounding regions the people who reside there we need to make sure we pray for their safety and their security and their well-being and for their future and we pray all this humbly in your son's name jesus christ amen amen all right so going to take a quick little little break about a minute and we'll be right back on the other side for beyond the headlines
All right. All righty then. I tell you, I feel like Ace Ventura, pet detective, whenever I say that. All righty then. All right. So, episode 619, this is part B of the show, and it's titled Beyond the Headlines. So, first off, uh, let us uh, let me go over here for a second. Let me, uh, just clicking on something here. So, it's interesting to note the amount of earthquakes that have kind of taken place overseas. Um, let's see here, where are we at? So there is a magnitude 6.3 earthquake. Uh, when was this? October 10th, right around 8.41 PM. It affected countries like, uh, what, how do you even pronounce this? Turkmenistan, Iran, uh, Uzbekistan and Afghanistan. Um, and of course, some of the other regions around there. Now, I know it's a little ways away from, um, you know, Israel, but it's in that region. Now, interesting enough, um, let me look here. October 12th, there was a four point. So that was a 6.3 uh, earthquake. Okay. Then uh, let's see here. In, again, the region of Iran, there was a 4.5. Uh, that was October 12th. And then again, a 4.4 right uh near sparta uh, let's see greece uh what is this artemida greece so there was a 4.4 there which is interesting because that's kind of in that mediterranean region then there is another one uh october 14th it was a 4.1 uh in greece then there was another one october 14th uh where was this at turkey uh where else here then there was another uh see then another one on october 14th in Afghanistan. So there's, and then, and then what is this? October 15th, there is one by Kazakhstan province and Iran. Uh, that was a 5.3. A lot of earthquakes that are going on over there. Or is it maybe, and now this is not fact, I don't know. So don't crucify me for putting this out there, but it's just a question I'm posing. Or are they blowing up military dumps? You know, the dumps down at the deep underground military bases, the dark bases, because that is a lot of earthquakes that is um, that have has been occurring over there. And it all started on the weekend that Israel got attacked. I find that very interesting. Just saying. Just saying. Very, very interesting. Now. I want to first off start off by reading. Let me get out of this for a second here. For a second, guys. Hold on. Uh, yeah, we're going to end this. Leave. Okay. Uh, bring this back up. I want to start off by reading a couple of posts from uh, Rattletrap1776. That's Derek Johnson. I played his audio not that long ago on a previous show. Now, first off, I just want to just put this out there. I have to put this out there. Remember, I am not privy to any special information. I'm not in the military. I have never served in the military. Therefore, I'm not a veteran. I don't have Q clearance. I don't have any of that. Okay? But like Derek Johnson... Or I shouldn't even say like Derek Johnson. Derek Johnson at least has one foot above me because he is a veteran and he knows military law and the laws of war manual, right? Um, I use my observation skills as well. And I kind of build upon what he shows 
us through his videos and through his posts. And then I go and do research. So first off, let me read a couple of posts from Derek Johnson from his Telegram page. And, 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 and yes, there is, and Destry just said it right here, there's big cleanups going on over there. What we're being told is a smokescreen to cover up what's actually going on over there. And if you remember what Q had in the Q boards, it did say Israel would be saved for last. Oscar was also saying there was a large exodus of Israelis prior to the earthquake and attacks. I did see that as well. I did see that as well. Now, what I'm saying, ladies and gentlemen, is first off, ask the questions. Ask the questions. Don't go right to conclusions. Because as people who are reassembling our states, right, we are part of a grand jury, we cannot just jump to conclusions. We always have to ask the tough questions. We have to analyze the, the facts and the evidence and everything like that, right? We, we have to look at it all, okay? So let me read this first. So first post he posted earlier today, or maybe it was late last night. This is what he says. Israeli military does not need Germany, Mexico, Argentina, Hungary, Poland, uh, Chechnya, Canada, United States, Italy, France, Netherlands, Belgium. And I'm going to also add to this list because I have been paying attention to the flight uh, trackers over there off and on all day today. I'm also going to add to this list. This is not part of his post, but um, the United Kingdom Air Force, the Royal Air Force that I've seen a lot of their planes. Spain's Air Force, Italy's Air Force, in and out of Israel. In and out, in and out, in and out. Okay, back to his post. He continues to write, all these countries, especially the two Mexican aircrafts landing at Inkerlik Air Base in Turkey, the old Ottoman Empire, after being in Israel, definitely makes zero sense when you know Israeli military history sure some are nato countries but if you'll remember commander-in-chief trump's capitulation tour and his speeches it's not the organizations who are corrupt it was their leadership exactly this has nothing to do with the people of israel or the people of gaza or palestine or iran it has nothing to do with them but their corrupt deep state governments just like canada and the U.S.'s. He continues to say, Mexico and Canada are USMCA countries who established it. 45, that would be Trump. Does Biden ever mention the USMCA? Does he ever mention any of these other countries? All he says, the Secretary of Defense did this. Commander-in-Chief Trump gave SecDef equal authority to federalize reserve components in executive order 13919, not revoked, equals still active. And let's also not forget, I'm going to add into this, this is not part of his post, but executive order 13818. But back to the last part of this post, he says, military occupation, world operation, war powers resolution act, section 1550, 50 United States code, subsection 1550. With a sunglass emoji and a dart over the bullseye and an American flag. Now that's post number one. 
Now, post number two, he says, you want more proof of a military occupation? Question mark. Why was an American president declaring Jerusalem capital of Israel and not one of their own? I'm going to reread that in case you guys didn't, because, you know, it, I, th- I thought about that myself. I'm like, how does he have the authority to do that? Now it makes sense. He says, you want more proof of a military occupation. Why was an American president declaring Jerusalem capital of Israel and not one of their own? Think about it, folks. Think about it. Oh, and a pronunciation uh, correction here. My mom was putting in here. It was pronounced insurlik. Insurlik? I I don't know. I botched a lot of stuff on here. But hey, A for trying, right? So that was post number two. Now, the last post I'm going to read, he just posted this not that long ago. And I agree with him wholeheartedly because this is very, very frustrating to say the least. He says, I still keep seeing people sharing, and I quote, Congress didn't take an oath, end quote. Well, that's the point of a military occupation and continuity of operation, operations plan, a.k.a. continuity of government. The federal continuity directives outline how the three branches of government are led by a presidential policy directive, PPD-40, to perform their national essential functions. Commander-in-Chief Trump signed Executive Order 13848 with a national emergency September 12, 2018, two months before any election under his presidency, which means the only evidence of election interference was 2016 and prior. The line. Although no foreign power has altered the outcome or vote tabulation in any election means mine and yours vote weren't stolen on our end and the vote tabulation equals objections, which cancels out January 6th, meaning it was planned. This was never about 2020 election, military occupation and coup. All of the world tour with President Trump's peace deals are playing out right now. Remember that capitulation tour he was doing, folks? And the last sentence of his post is, and his speeches are loaded with evidence. That's right. See, I like I said, I've been watching military planes and looking at the flight radar tracker off and on all day today. I've, so, I've seen some really interesting flight patterns today. And again, a lot of military in and out of America, uh, in and out of Israel and Tel Aviv. Very, very, it's been, very, honestly, I think I've gotten more entertainment watching that flight radar than I have watching any TV or listening to any radio. I, I really, like, it was a game to me trying to find all the military planes out of all the, you know, the uh, cargo planes and the, and the, uh, you know, you know, passenger planes and the private planes and these planes and those planes, right? It was a game to me. And I started realizing there was a trend in the flight path. So I just started sticking with the flight path. And man, I tell you, there's a lot of C-17s flying in and out of Israel, which are American Air Force planes. Very crazy. But I've been watching this crap off and on all day. And there is far more going on there than what the media and other podcasters are telling us, hence the title Beyond the Headlines. 
See, not only that, you think it's a coincidence that there were, again, multiple earthquakes in this region over the same week slash weekend that Israel starts getting attacked? Really? No, that's not a coincidence. So what I kind of want to outline next and cover, in addition to what Derek Johnson pointed out in his postings, is a little bit of Executive Order 13818 right? Because it it covers human rights abuses and corruption. See, just like DC is empty, they're emptying out Israel. But see, we're being fed different narratives because again, it has to be covered up. Now that's not to say that there ain't, there, there isn't some crazy, you know, stuff going on over there and civilians, you know, aren't going through things. We still need to pray for them. But again, that's why we say we cannot draw conclusions until all this concludes. Hence conclusions. It's an event needs to conclude before we can draw a conclusion. I'm not going to sit here and pick sides. At the end of the day, every country around the world had slash has slash slash had a deep state. And Israel also had a deep state. And it's cleanup time. So with human rights abuses, human rights abuses encompass Actions that violate fundamental rights and freedom, which are recognized worldwide through international agreements like the Universal Declaration of Human Rights. See, these violations encompass several acts such as torture, right? Human sex trafficking, um, arbitrary detention, right? Extra uh, judicial killings discrimination based on factors like race and gender, religion, nationality, infringements on freedom of speech, and assembly, by the way, might I add. Yes, infringements on freedom of speech and assembly. Boy, I cannot wait till some of these scumbag, you know, miscreants get theirs. Yes, that does fall underneath human rights abuses. When you start infringing on our freedom to assemble, Some of that also includes forced labor, again, child trafficking, and the denial of basic necessities. Now, the corruption side of things, conversely, corruption involves the misuse of power for personal or political gain. Boy, I think we know a few people who do that. And they do it oftentimes through unethical or illegal means, (coughs) Clinton. And it, it takes various forms including bribery, embezzlement, extortion, nepotism, right? Money laundering and fraud. And the critical link between human rights abuses and corruption arises as corrupt officials and organizations may directly infringe upon human rights, like denying individuals a fair trial. Now, corruption also weakens institutions and exasperates inequalities, making it challenging to protect and uphold human rights effectively. So let's go back to Executive Order 13818. What? was in executive 13818. Now, it's a very lengthy read. I highly encourage you look up on Google or wherever Bing DuckDuckGo wherever you whatever your preferred search engine is. Just type in EO or executive order 13818 and read it in its entirety. It might take you 5 minutes, but read it in its entirety. Now, This executive order addresses these interconnected challenges from 
President Donald John Trump, or I would say Commander-in-Chief Donald John Trump. But then when he wrote it, he was president, right? Because he, again, this executive 13818, it was called, it was titled Blocking the Property of Persons Involved in Serious Human Rights Abuse and Corruption, or Corruption. And he did it on December 20th of 2017. Now, this order was a response to the prevalent and severity uh, actions that have been taking place around the world on human rights abuses and corruption on a global scale. You got to remember, this executive order is in a worldwide executive order, and it asserts that these issues pose a substantial threat to international political and economic stability, necessitating immediate action. Well, immediate action by who, Jason? I don't know. Uh, maybe the federalized National Guard. Our military, right? So there's this thing, the National Emergency Declaration. Now, the orders begin by declaring a national emergency, underscoring the gravity of the threat that serious human rights abuses and corruption pose to the U.S. national security, foreign policy, as well as the economy. And part of the mechanisms of 13818 involves, again, property blocking and immigration suspension. Read it, folks. So the EO empowers the blocking of property and interest in the U.S. or under U.S. control for individuals and entities listed in the annex, which, by the way, I'm going to read that toward the end because I think that is important and worth noting. But listed in the annex, extending to foreign individuals and entities involved in serious human rights abuse or corruption, including government officials. Now, in addition to all this, it suspends the entry. Now, listen to this. This suspends the entry into the United States for aliens meeting specific criteria detrimental to U.S. interest, referring to the proclamation of 8693 for related entry restrictions. Then there's the prohibition on donations and penalties for violations. Now, I thought about this more, folks. Now, think about this. For, let, me, let me read this section for a second. So the order prohibits specific donations to blocked individuals and entities to ensure they don't interfere with the comprehensive measures taken to address the national emergency. It also imposes strict penalties for transactions or conspiracies aimed at evading or violating its prohibitions. Now, I was thinking about that for a while. And I was reflecting on all the times and all the events where, you know, these perceivably these, these movements, right? Like the truckers convoy that was occurring, right? The truckers convoy that occurred in DC. And I guess they had one, what, in Ottawa up there in Canada, right? They, they're like all these different events that occurred. And supposedly, you know, they were, they, there was a lot of stories circulating around the truther movement saying how, um, uh, money and accounts that were being donated to for the cause were being, uh, uh, how should I say, uh, apprehended, right? They were being seized. And a lot of people are saying, oh, that, those are the bad guys trying to prevent the good people from trying to do this and trying to do that. Well, I don't know. I'm maybe not so sure about that anymore because is it a possibility? Now, again, I'm posing the question, ladies and gentlemen, put on your thinking caps and let's ask some questions. Is it a possibility? I mean, first off, okay, let's just go here for a second, because I know this is a, 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 an assumption that a lot of you people have already thought of before. 
Obviously, nobody trusts the mainstream media. We all are aware that the mainstream media is ran and operated by the CIA, and they use MKUltra techniques, right, to brainwash people and the Operation Mockingbird, right? So we know that was all CIA ran and operated. Now, obviously, all of a sudden, we get all these truthers that popped up out of nowhere in 2020 going forward, and they just popped up like freaking, you know, pimples on a on a on a nerdy kid's face just out of nowhere boop, 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 boop. it's like whoa 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 like where'd all these where'd all these truthers come from now i know a lot of you have already posed a question is it possible that is these same scumbags in the cia who ran the operation mockingbird you know uh media could these be the same people with just different faces different names i mean shoot you don't even know what half these people even look like some of these people don't even use their real name or if they do, you don't know if it's that if it's their fake name or their pseudonym, right? We don't know. So back to some of these events like these trucker convoys, is it possible that in the sake for the sake of patriotism and freedom, right? That they were trying to garner money because their money and their property, these bad people I'm saying got taken away because of this executive order 13818. So now they try to blend in with us like we kind of saw with January 6th, right? They put on Trump paraphernalia and Trump clothes and MAGA hats and this and that, toting around the American flag, right? Yeah. God bless America, America, right? Is it possible that these people who are trying to get your money through donations are the same people who had their property and their accounts and everything seized from them because they were engaged in crimes against humanity. I'm just saying, ask the question. Use your critical thinking skills, folks. Again, prohibition, prohibitions on donations and penalties for violations. Now, the next part of the EO, okay, goes over some definitions and delegations of authority. And so the order provides clear definitions for terms like person, entity, and what a United States person is for clarity. So it defines this in the EO, and it emphasizes that prior notice to individuals whose property is being blocked would be ineffective due to the rapid transfer of funds or assets. And the implementations and enforcement of this order are delegated to the Secretary of Treasury and the Secretary of State, who are authorized to create rules and regulations. And then, of course, there's the reporting and effective date. So, again, this order, so this order mandates reports to Congress on the national emergency and the actions taken in response. So it took effort on December 21st, 2017, with the important disclaimer that it does not create legal rights or benefits enforceable against the United States or its entities. So in summation to all of this, the EO 13818 is a very crucial legal instrument designed to combat international human rights abuses and corruption. And it empowers the blocking of property and assets, restricting entry into the United States and prohibiting specific donations, all within the context of a declared national emergency. Again, this order underscores the gravity of the threat that these issues pose to national security and global stability. Just think about it, folks. Destry was just saying right here, the Alaska legislature has 52 definitions for the word person. Person. 
And yeah, Leslie Liberty's right. Legalese word salad to steal from us. That's right. Person, persona, fictional character, a corporation. That's why we are men and women. I am a man. You are a man. You are a woman. You're not a person. It's one of the reasons I hate the word human. I don't like it. But let me read some of the people. Okay. Because again, it's a rap. I would read this. I would read Executive Order 13818, but it's a very long order, and I don't have that kind of time, and I have a movie to watch with my little girl and my wife. I swear Christmas is coming early as far as the movies go. We're going to watch The Grinch, you know, the one with Jim Carrey. Woo! <laughs> it's been, uh, we've been watching Home Alone and Home Alone 2. It's been a Christmas week here. I don't, I, don't ask me what sparked it up. <laughs> I personally want to watch a Christmas story, you know, where Ralphie shoots his eye out. You shoot your eye out. <laughs> I love that movie. Uh, it's a major award. <laughs> what is it? It's an award. I want it. <laughs> you know, the leg lamp. Anyway. All right. I'm, I'm getting, I'm, I'm starting to become stupid with my movie references here. Um, yet yeah, fragile. <laughs> Honey, I think it's fragile. <laughs> Yeah, I can't stem Jim Carrey either. He's a freaking Scientology nut job along there with uh, Tom Cruise. But hey, you know what? <sighs> Sometimes you just got to put on your ignorant glasses on and pretend nothing's going on. <laughs> but again, it's a rather lengthy executive order. And I highly recommend you guys go read it. But at the tail end of that order, okay, at the tail end of that executive order, is a list of people who were annexed. Now, this executive order, again, is attached at the end, and um, it was released by the Office of the Press Secretary on December 21st, and it was published in the Federal Register on December 26th, just FYI. Now, who's on the annex list? Well, there's somebody by the name of Mukhtar Hamid Shah, who was born in 1939. His alternate date of birth was, uh, I don't know, it's weird. But anyway, born in 1939, but his nationality is Pakistan. Well, boy, he must be a pretty bad dude to be on that executive order. Another one is Angel Rondon Rejo, uh, nationality, Dominican Republic, born in 1950. Then there's Dan Gertler, born in 73. His nationality, get this, Israel, Israeli, right? His nationality is Israel. Alternate nationality, Democratic Republic of the Congo. Then there is Among Mang uh, Mang So. Again, nationality is in Burma. Um, then there is Yahya uh, Yahya Jama. Boy, I'm butchering these names for sure. Uh, nationality, Gambia. Then there's Sergei Kusiak, uh, again, nationality. He was born in 66, nationality, Ukraine, alternate nationality, Russia. Then there's Benjamin Bolmel. There's 13 people here in total, so bear with me. But there's Benjamin Bolmel uh, from Sudan. Then there's Julio Antonio Juarez Ramirez uh, from Guatemala. Then there's uh, Golnora Eslamova Karamelva uh, from Uzbekistan. And then there's Slobodan Tisic, uh, nationality is from Serbia. Then there's Artem Yorjevic Shaka uh, from Russia. And then there's two more, Gao Yan from China. 
And then there's Roberto Jose Reyes Reyes, or Reyes from Nicaragua, born in 1954. These were 13 people who were listed on an annex list on Executive Order 13818. Now, you got to ask yourself, man, these must be some pretty bad dudes. Probably. So at the end of the day, folks, what I'm trying to say is you want to approach this whole Israeli thing, right, uh, delicately. You want to make sure that you're not getting your emotions played on. Because that's exactly what they're trying to do. They're trying to, they're trying to stir your emotions up. And speaking of celebrities, I'm glad Leslie Liberty mentioned this word. Because she says, ah, yes, I don't even like, uh, I don't like any celebrities anymore. Now think about this, ladies and gentlemen. Just like when Roe v. Wade was overturned, right, from the Supreme Courts. You know how the liberal left operates, especially Hollywood. I mean, these people are so vain. They have they they take every opportunity to jump in front of a camera and social media to express their valuable opinion of world events. Oh. Where the hell are these people at? You don't see anybody jumping up and down and hyperventilating about the people in Israel or Palestine or Gaza or Ukraine. Where are these people at? Where are they at? Where's Ashton Kutcher? Where's, uh, uh, I don't know. Guys, throw some names out here. I I don't remember names off the top of my head because they're that irrelevant to me. I mean, where where are these people? Where's Bernie Sanders? Where's Bernie Sanders? We need socialized medicine. I'm Bernie Sanders. We need socialized medicine. Where's Ilhan Omar? Where's she? Huh? Where's Pocahontas? Uh, oh, I'm sorry, Warren uh, Elizabeth Warren. Huh? I mean, where are these people? Does anybody ever wonder? Not because we miss them, but because they're just not out there. Are they at Gitmo? I think so. I bet you they are. <laughs> Freaking Destry. He says Bernie Sanders is under Obama's left butt cheek. <laughs> As a big white head. I get it. Oh, I cracked myself up. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we're share. And, 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 and here's something else my wife and I were talking about. Okay. Kind of not really going off topic, but you know, this is still really rather interesting. My wife and I, we were just talking about it earlier. She was like, I saw like Christina Aguilera is going back on tour apparently right now. I remember Christina Aguilera, uh, what 20 years ago when I was in high school. Okay. She looks younger and skinnier now than she did when she was in her twenties or however old she was. Shania Twain. Have you guys looked at Shania Twain lately? Dude, I'm sorry. I'm not trying to age shame uh, people or anything like that. Cause again, God knows I'm not blessed with great genes and how I look, but um, you look at Shania Twain. Look, 25 years ago, she didn't really look that young. I mean, she was young then, but she didn't look that young on some of her cover, you know, cover art for her CDs. 
They make her look younger now than she did 25 years ago. They, it's like they're not trying to make an accurate body double of these people. Where are these people? Like they're like, yeah, like Timberlake, right? Wait, 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 hold on a second. Wait. Christina, Brittany, and Justin Timberlake were all Mouseketeers at the same age. Yeah, they were. Yeah, Brad Pitt and I mean Angelia Jolie. I mean, where <laughs> where are these people? So anyway, yeah, Tom Hanks, that's another one. That's another, that, oh man, you, you, oh, Rietta, you said the worst name in Hollywood right there. Tom freaking, oh yeah, and that freaking ass bag, oh, you made me say a bad word. Madonna, yeah, oh my God, I can't, I can't even handle it. <laughs> Shut up, stupid chipmunk. I, every time he gets, he gets it, he gets an opportunity to, to laugh at me. I know, wife. Stop yelling at me. She's in here in the chat saying, Jones, hey, you stop pounding on the floor. <laughs> you know what? We're, wait, wait, wait. We're going to do bug a wife. We have not done that in a minute. Let's do that. That's fun. Because it's fun. Hi. Don't you yell at me. <laughs> I didn't. So. What we were talking about earlier with all these people. I mean, you've been saying this since what 2020, all these people were Git mode because you did a lot of stalking on their on their Twitter pages, didn't you? Yeah. Care to share any shed any light on any of this? No. Really? You you had a lot to say about Christina Aguilera <laughs> and all these other people. Now all of a sudden you're gonna be mum on the subject. Mm-hmm. You suck. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Oh, Lord. Well, this is a terrible bug of wife segment. You know that? that that's not my fault. <laughs> this is ridiculous. Okay. Well, <laughs> you have nothing to share with the folks. Mm, no. Do your research. Do your re. How freaking vague is that? Well, that's all it took for me. <laughs> Rietta says, poor Katie. Now, don't, don't feel bad for her. Don't feel bad for her. Don't say poor Katie. No, 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 no. You know what I say? This is what I say. Poor Jason. Mm -hmm. <laughs> she says, throw some shade, Katie. Uh, oh, Liz and Alice says, throw some shade, Katie. <laughs> oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. She, and then Rietta says, nope, siding with Katie. <laughs> Yeah, see how this see how this works. I, I get you on the air for five minutes, and all of a sudden it's a mutiny. Everybody's siding with you, and it's like, oh crap on Jason. <laughs> well, it's not my fault you put me on the spot. Oh, <laughs> I know, I know. Well, you know, every time I try to do jokes and I try to be funny, you know, I get nothing but freaking silence. Crickets. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, well, I suppose since you got nothing uh, to contribute to the show, I guess uh, we'll bug you on another day. Oh, well, thank you. Well, hey, listen, you're really smart when it comes to uh, all the homeopathic, naturopathic stuff. So why don't you get some notes together and we'll, we'll do because so ladies and gentlemen, all kidding aside, she has actually. Uh, so can I share the news about your accomplishments? Can I share that? Yeah. So my wife has lost 10 pounds, by the way, and just about damn near three inches. And um, 
we ended up going to figure out what's been going on. And she saw a naturopath doctor and figured out her hormones were all out of whack. Well, anyways, we're starting to take, not just her, but myself, we're taking, uh, what, what's that supplement called again? Berberine? Yeah. Yep, berberine. Um, and now we figured out, uh, what did the doctor tell you today? It was something with your, your project, what is it called again? I'm, I'm going to botch the word. Progesterone. Yeah. And so she, she gave you a supplement for that to help, uh, regulate that. Correct. Yep. Yeah. So, so anyways, but, uh, she's been taking berberine, obviously eating better, um, drinking a lot more lemon water, taking ivermectin. And then what else was there? Oh, the castor oil, right? Has that been playing a big role? You think? Oh, yeah. Huge, I think. Yeah, so maybe we'll get you back on the air. Maybe so this way you can be a little bit more better prepared. I don't, I don't want to call you out <laughs> on the spot because I know how much you just absolutely love that. Um, but yeah, so um, maybe we'll have like a little health segment because there was a lot of cool stuff that um, you even taught me and seeing the kind of success that you're having. It's just really, really good, you know, so I'm really proud of you. Thank you. So 10 pounds down, three inches down, and she's feeling better. And hopefully, hopefully, maybe we can hopefully maybe have another future little baby Jones somewhere down the road. I don't know. <laughs> Just saying. I don't, I don't I don't know if the world is ready for another mini Jones. And by that yeah. and by that I mean mini Katie Jones. Because <laughs> ah, <laughs> you know, I'm a saint. Yeah. <laughs> All right, you can. I'll be up in a little bit. I love you. <laughs> My mom's on here saying, "Oh, please." <laughs> she knows. And Rietta says, "We can pray." Oh Lord, heaven help me. <laughs> she not. We can pray for the baby, not for you. <laughs> oh crap! I tell you what, this is getting real. All right, love. I'll see you in a little while. <laughs> hey. All right, bye. Bye. So anyway, that was that did not go as planned. I thought it'd be a little bit more entertaining. Ah, maybe it was a little entertaining. I don't know. So anyway, I guess the whole point I was making at with all of this that I was going over, just ask the questions, right? Ask the questions. And um, I'm trying to find a post that I, I, I wrote earlier. Oh, and that was another thing too. Well, nah, I'm not going to go into that. Um, but again, like I said, you got to think about the executive orders that Trump put into place, right? He still technically holds the nuclear football. We have a continuity of government. There's no such thing as coincidences, okay? You can't tell me all these earthquakes occurred over there in that region the same week that Israel gets, quote unquote, attacked. Like, you know, and again, not saying that there aren't casualties because with war, there's always casualties, and therefore we always have to pray for the civilians of any country that's dealing with this um, stuff, right? So anyway, um, in fact, I, I would like to just say, let's all say a prayer right now for, for Israel and for the people, basically in the Middle East, right, and our military. So Heavenly Father, we just want to say thank you for, well, the plan that's at, at that's going on right now, but also we pray that you help us stay active on the local level so we can continue to uh, restore our republic here on the home front. We thank you for our military, first off, not just our military, but the military alliance around the world who is um, participating in the global cleanup of the evil scumbags who have committed crimes against humanity 
and committed uh, and, and has engaged in corruption, uh, human trafficking. And we pray for the civilians, the men and women who live in these countries. Let the casualties be just none, if possible. But if there are, please don't let them be very high in numbers. And, and just that's all we can ask. I, I don't really know how else to put it, but we do pray for all the people around the world as these operations are going on. So we pray all these things in your Holy Son's name, Jesus Christ. Amen. And a special thank you, because I know we have people that listen to this podcast in different countries. I, I see people from Switzerland, Sweden. Um, I see people from uh, the UK in Canada, Mexico, many countries in Africa, Europe. I see, I see the analytics on the back end. I see where these downloads are coming from. And I thank you for listening. And if many, and if some of you are military personnel, right? If you're military service members and you're overseas or here on the home front, even thank you for your support. And we thank you for your service. Be safe out there. Be safe and just may God guide each and every one of you out there because I know it cannot be an easy task that you're engaged in. So anyways, folks, I think that's all I got for the day. I don't really have much else. I hope you all have a great day or night wherever you're at in the world. Now tomorrow, let me think about this for a second. So tomorrow's Tuesday. I'm probably going to do a live show. It's going to be a special one. So I'm going to be skipping out on the reading of Job tomorrow because what I have is going to take some time to get through, but it's very, very important. So it's going to be a special podcast, but it's not going to be at seven. So it's going to be right when I get home after work because my wife will be uh, running errands. Um, so I think I'm going to capitalize on that time. Um, I'm going to do the show right when I get home. So I'm guesstimating I'll have a better time frame tomorrow. I'm guesstimating right around 3 or 3.30. Okay, so it's going to be a special podcast. I got a lot of audio pieces, but very, very relevant. So tune in if you can. Otherwise, you'll be able to catch it on the download side. And um, and yeah, I hope you all have a great day or night. And then, like I said, after tomorrow, I'm taking a an electronic sabbatical. And I'm stepping away from the phone. I'm stepping away from the radio and the in the computer and the TV and Pure Flix and all that other good stuff. I'm stepping away from it all for three to four days, probably four days. That three days for sure. Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and probably like half a Saturday. So um gonna get a little R and R time in. It's needed. My wife says four days. You think I'm gonna be able to stay away that long? Four days? Three days? Sure. Four days? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, oh, she's strong arming me now. Don't you threaten me. <laughs> Well, thank you for that, Liz and Ella. I appreciate the, the coffee cup there. Thank you for that. I appreciate that. Thanks for showing the love here. Well, I hope you all have a great day or night. And remember, keep your eyes on God and keep Christ close to your heart. All right? Yes, it seems very crazy out there. There's a lot of weird, you know, there's a lot of, a lot of turmoil seemingly that's going on out there. But just remember, 
things will be all right. But we need to be active on our on our own end. We have to be engaging in our local community. Reassemble your states. A lot is happening on the local levels. I know it is because I am part of some of that. So again, God bless, ladies and gentlemen, and we will see you on the other side tomorrow. Remember, ladies and gentlemen, remember, ladies and gentlemen, we are firm, we are steadfast, and we are uncompromising. The enemy has crossed that line for the last time. It is up to people like you and I to hold that line. They've crossed the line way too many times, and it is time for us to stand up this republic and get after it. We gotta do this for God. We gotta do this for our families. We gotta do this for America, for the voiceless. It's time to get after, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for joining the show. Population. forget to check out the website www.hisheartline.com and if you want to know more about how to get involved with your assembly go to www.national-assembly.net that's www.national-assembly.net it's 
time to get active, ladies and gentlemen. Let's go. Joining us here at His Heart Line. We'll see you back here next time. So I'm going to leave now. Goodbye, everybody. Bye bye. 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 I'm out of here. Bye. Bye bye. Okay? Bye 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 bye. Bye bye. Bye bye. Bye 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 bye. Bye bye. 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 Thank you very much for coming. Appreciate it. Bye bye. Thank you very much. Uh bye bye. Thank you. Bye bye. Bye bye. Go have a good day. Bye. Bye. Bing bing. Bye bye. Bye bye. Bye bye. Bye bye to Iowa. Bye bye. And to other places. Bye bye. Bye bye. Bye bye. Bye bye. Bye folks. Bye bye, folks. That's it. Bye bye. Wave goodbye. Bye bye. Bye everybody. Bye bye. Bye. Bye 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 bye. See you sometime. Bye bye. Good luck. Bye bye. Have fun. Bye bye. We're leaving. Bye. Enjoy yourself. Bye bye. Enjoy yourself. We're leaving. Bye. Bye bye. Gotta get on the plane. Bye bye. Bye bye, darling. Bye-bye, Frank. You're a wonderful guy. Bye, everybody. I can go home now. Goodbye, everybody. Bye-bye. I'm going. I'll go to Turnberry. I'll go someplace that I own, and I'll enjoy my life, and that's the end of that. Bye-bye. We're finished. We're finished. Goodbye, everybody, and that's the end. And everyone says, oh, that was fun. Bye, Felicia. Don't be rude. Don't be rude. You are fake news. Go ahead.